A word to the wise. Don't have your fortune read unless you're prepared to be deeply disturbed. Wrong is right and right is wrong. I foresee war, merry or misery, brief or long. A mountain looms built on deception. Surmount it and then learn your lesson. See what I mean? Disturbing. I tried not to get anxious, but the morning after my grim fortune reading, I woke up to an ominous daily horoscope email. The cosmic warning was loud and clear. Duly noted, universe. Duly noted. Quaking in my Doc Martin's boots, I decided to beg off the party. That didn't go so well, seeing as this party is my twin sister's doing, and my twin is hard to say no to. And by hard, I mean impossible. So, even though the universe has all but warned me to buckle up, buttercup, and the air crackles like ozone before a storm, here I am. I reported for duty at the family home, wore a dress, donned my crab mask, made a cheese and cracker plate. And now, like any self-respecting scaredy cat, I'm hiding in the butler's pantry. That is, until my sister sweeps in and blows my cover, the swinging door flies open, and I'm caught in a beam of light like a crook cornered by the cops. I stash the peppermint schnapps behind my back and slide it onto the shelf just in time to prove my innocence. There you are, Jules says brightly. I hiss, throwing my arms across my face. The light, it hurts my eyes. No vampires in this costumed animal kingdom. That crab mask you're wearing is scary enough. Come on. Taking me by the arm, she tugs me toward the foyer, into the jungle menagerie of masquerading guests. There's someone I want you to meet. Juju, please, I groan, dragging my feet. We pass an elephant whose trunk clips my shoulder, a tiger whose eyes hungrily trail my body, then a pair of hyenas whose laugh is spot on. I don't want to meet people. Of course you don't. You want to drink in the butler's pantry and eat half the cheese and cracker plate before anyone else can. But that's what you want, not what you need. It's a solid system, I grumble. Jules rolls her eyes. For eccentric spinsterhood. And long may those days last, but I'm talking about my anxiety. Having been your twin our entire lives, she says, I'm familiar with your anxiety and it's bandwidth for socializing. So trust me when I say, this guy's worth it. The peppermint schnapps and hide trick is my social anxiety lifesaver. I'm neurodivergent. For my autistic brain, engaging strangers isn't easy or relaxing. But with the trick of a couple of covert swigs of schnapps, buzzed, calmer, I find the experience less overwhelming and my company finds me not only passably sociable, but minty fresh. At least, that's how it typically goes. Not tonight. Tonight, I have grim, cosmic warnings hanging over my head, and I have a bad feeling about whatever she's dragging me into. Jules! I'm that kid, wailing in the grocery store. All I need is a smear of chocolate chip cookie on my cheek, a rogue, untied shoelace, and I am typecast. Phoebe, she sings songs back, glancing my way and failing to hide how disturbing she finds my papier-mâché crab mask. 
She tugs it up off my face and nestles it into my hair. I tug it back down. She tugs it back up. I glare at her as I tug it back down again. Lay off the mask. Aw, come on. Don't you think it's time to come out of your shell? Nope, not even for that dad-level pun. She sighs warily. At least you're wearing a hot dress. Oops, hold on. We stop at the bottom of the steps before she yanks me behind the banister. What, I ask, you're letting me go? You wish. Jules cocks a smooth, dark eyebrow as her gaze dips to my dress. Wardrobe malfunction. When I peer down, I see my dress gaping along my ribs. Thank you, universe. Pretty sure it's busted. I should go check it out in the bathroom. So you can hide again? I don't think so. She slides the zipper up my ribs, the sound of my fate being sealed.